0: Richard jones and welcome to Thinking With Somebody Else's Head. I recently saw one of the protest signs from the Occupy movement of a few weeks ago that caught my eye. The revolution will not be televised, it said. (laughs) And I thought, that's about it. There's so much corporate ownership of the media these days, it seems inevitable that they will be pretty firmly on the side of the status quo. And I kind of feel like the frustrated parents watching the inadequate efforts of the umpire at their son's Little League game. Open your eyes up, you're missing a great game, they call out. And we could say the same to today's media. Open your eyes, journalists, you're missing a good revolution. Now this is not to denigrate the efforts of the responsible and courageous journalists worldwide, of course, who are fighting to expose the corruption of the system where they live. But in most cases, our media only report news that favors those in power. It's high time we held our media to some higher standards than just giving us what they think we want. They have a sacred oath to defend the people's interests, and we are remiss in not demanding that of them. Occupy the media today on thinking with somebody else's head. We are working pretty hard in Brazil right now to make concerned citizens worldwide more cognizant of Norberto Kepi's science of psychosociopathology. This is a science that explains at the deepest levels how we got into this mess. That's essential so we don't repeat it. And it also outlines some concrete steps to extricate ourselves from the pretty mess we've gotten ourselves into. We explore this science every week on our Thinking with Somebody Else's Head program, and we've posted a lot of resources there on our HealingThroughConsciousness.com website. Articles, videos, book downloads, all our radio show archives going back five years or so now. And we've started producing short promos of the show, too, which include short excerpts from the very show that we're doing. These are really great for sending to friends and contacts who maybe you think might be overwhelmed with a whole show. This gives them a bite sized taste. So please feel free to send out those to your contact list. You'll find them on our Healing Through Consciousness page in our radio shows section. We're posting lots of good stuff at healingthroughconsciousness.com, by the way, so do check out that site. And make sure we're connected in Facebook, too. Our Thinking with Somebody Else's Head Facebook page is available for you to like and join. Please do that. So I was pretty critical of the media there at the beginning, and this is something I want to address today. I'm not the only one with the media in their sights, of course. Many people are critical today and have been for many years now. Back in 1997, some of America's top journalists, editors, TV and radio hosts, journalism uh, educators, gathered at the Harvard Faculty Club to discuss what they saw as being seriously wrong with their profession. They said, actually that they barely recognized what they considered journalism in much of the work of their colleagues. A couple of years after these concerned media leaders had met in 1999, polls would show only 21% of Americans thinking the press cared about people. That was down 20% since 1985. Less than half of Americans thought that the press protected democracy. This group of journalists was pretty concerned about that and formed a committee to discuss that, uh, what to do about that, how to address that, uh, how to educate people and media uh, professionals about the situation so they could change the thing. And uh, that's very, very important research they're doing. The responsibility of our media, according to these leading media people, is to provide in-depth, reliable, accurate, and comprehensive information that citizens require to be free. Their contention was, that's not happening. I don't think it is either. And Claudia Bernhardt pasheko joins me today to talk about Occupy the Media on our Thinking with Somebody Else's Head program. After a week off, we're back. Yes. Claudia. Claudia is back. I yes. did an interview with Cesar uh, <laughs> last week talking about spiritual phenomena. It was very different from what we we're going to talk about, but maybe, maybe not really.
1: Maybe not really. We're involved in <laughs> yeah. like with... Demons, like all those bankers are demons, yeah. <laughs> demonized bankers.
0: <laughs> we were talking uh, with Dr. Kepi and, uh, on Sunday and Gilbert Gambucci there in New York. Uh-huh. And Dr. Kepi was saying, you know, these people, the Occupy people, they need to get out of the squares and get into the homes. Start, Go back. Start taking back their homes that they taking lost. Taking
1: back their homes.
0: And, um there are all these homes that have been foreclosed by the banks. Uh, the banks, in the meantime, have been receiving trillions of dollars of government and public money, and the people are thrown out into the street. Yeah. And so Dr. keppi was saying, you know, they need to, to start occupying their homes. and Reoccupying. Re- yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Reoccupying the homes they lost. And here, here on the Internet today, I find a story that I didn't, I hadn't heard about. You you heard about this before, but I hadn't heard about it. I'd heard about it in Spain. The Occupy Movement today, to, today. As, as we're recording this program on Tuesday the
1: 6th of December. Sixth.
0: Uh, this Tuesday, today, activists all over the United States will be taking the struggle indoors to the homes of poor families who are under threat of being evicted by large and powerful Wall Street banks. It's a national day of action. The Occupy movement is mobilizing activists in over 25 cities to protest fraudulent lending practices, corrupt securitization, and illegal evictions by banks by physically halting the attempt to evict families from their homes and liberating, (laughs) I love that word, vacant bank-owned property for those in need. And I thought, well, look at that. Right after Dr. Kepi was talking about that... Mm -hmm. Uh, is this uh, resonance?
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad, Richard, to have this comprovação. How proof. You... proof. Proof. Yeah. It's a scientific proof. Yep that resonance works, really works. (laughs) And that uh, phenomenon of the hundred monkeys really works even better with human beings. And uh, so I'm so glad, I'm so happy to see how many people are already conscious of those discoveries that Dr. Kepi put in his books and his shows and his radio programs and TV programs and lectures. And we have been talking about this. And it seemed that we talked like... For nowhere, and and our our work was had no um, resonance, but it had, and now we are starting to understand this: that all the all over the world, in in in, in unknown corners of the world, that we never. Expected or never thought or never dreamed about or and imagined never worked, and
0: never worked in directly, right? So, so yeah, then,
1: yeah, and they are responding and talking and saying things that Dr. Kepi wrote in his book in his in the early eighties. Yeah. Now I remembered have having heard someone saying uh, in the media a program a show you sent me yep. yesterday of yep. a good journalist. Yes,
0: from uh, MSNBC, and I've forgotten his name now. And he, he, It he, was a good
1: he, show, and he, he said, is, for the last two or three decades, uh, we have been, the people's money, their rights, their needs, their anything, have been stolen, their properties. And so until the early 80s or until the late 80s, Americans thought that the magician Ronald Reagan, a big magician Ronald Reagan, was bringing them money just out of nowhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, but. What a that, world
0: that was. That was such a crazy thing. But
1: he's a magician. Uh-huh. He was a magician. He was a. Uh, like. Uh, Oh, my God, my English future.
0: <laughs> are, are you suffering in your English today? Yes. I have this experience in Portuguese all the time, so I so feel your me, pain.
1: Uh, <laughs> how do you say yeah, this in English?
0: A good question. It's pre- prestidigitator, <laughs> press but it's like a conjurer, a conjurer like who the, conjures up something. Is this the idea?
1: Not only that, but you know those magicians, they go to a place and, and they do a magic thing. So people s- see and think, they have hallucinations that things are happening and they are not.
0: Like an illusion.
1: Illusionist. Illusionist, right. I knew we'd get to the you, word Thank you, thank <laughs> you. So, welcome. illusionist. And Reagan was the biggest, one of the biggest illusionists ever. Yeah. Because when Americans started to understand, they were in a corner, like uh, in a dead-end situation economically. Yeah. And uh, even though Viet- they had Vietnam, they have the First World War, the Second World War to to make money. They had the drugs, they had uh, the multinational drugs. They had any many means, military, military Vietnam, ra- ra- but oil. But the money they got from all this, from the taxpayers, all over the world, and rebuilding America, and rebuilding uh, Europe, and rebuilding Japan. But the money didn't went for American regular average taxpayer. Mm. So the situation in the United States was getting darker and darker, grayer and grayer. It was the the early 80s, the the late 70s, the early 80s, when Carter and Reagan uh, were fighting for power. And Carter had a more realistic approach at that time. And he wanted the most, most, more sober situation. And Reagan came mm-hmm. as a, a Hollywood mm-hmm. um, on illusionist his on his
0: white horse. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: And and I he brought the that. solution for the first world all together. You know what he said: if you, if you do what I say, yeah. you will have money, 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 and all the problems will be solved.
0: And he said, we need to stop feeling bad about America, start feeling good about America again, and let's lift the country with our. Illusion. Yes,
1: yes. (laughs) And at that time, Europe was very, very bad, in bad shape. They had recovered somehow from the Second World War. But I remember I had clients in England, girls uh, that went to college, but they had difficulties in buying milk for their kids, and they have difficulties to feeding their families and food was very expensive in england and 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 clothing so they were uh, always trying to uh, to recover the clothing and and to uh, save as much as as they could uh, to in order not to starve so uh, england was suffering a big problem at that in in, in the 80s yeah. and we when Reagan was elected, he brought this speculation philosophy.
0: And Thatcher in England. And new f-
1: liberalism. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And what happened is they started building an, uh, this uh, fictitious delirious empire of money. And they started building and, and printing bills, dollars. Not only that, but being difficult to print all this stuff. Trillions, trillions of dollars they fabricated. They started to do this just out of uh, computers. And uh, it was something that was virtuous, like virtual. 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 Yeah,
0: it was based on nothing.
1: Based on nothing. So what happened was this big bubble of speculation that brought the illusion that Europeans... And Americans, North Americans, got uh, wealthy overnight. And we saw then Germans, French, Italians, uh, English, and all this Swedish, Finnish, that were used to have a parsimonious kind of life, if not very, very sober and... Yeah. Tight tight yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of life in a sudden they could buy their cars and a B- B- BWM, Mercedes BMW <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> sorry that's okay
1: japanese yeah. cars yeah. and all computers and cl- new clothing everything coming from china and then and they refurnished their homes and bought new homes and then this prosperity era my god everybody got like prosperous ...with the illusionist. Cappy, at this time, he was really, really scared. He had a kind of nightmares. Well, and he used to have some kind of visions during the night... ...when he foresaw what would happen to United States... ...and to American people if they would not wake up in time.
0: If they continue in this pathway. In...
1: If they would not wake up for the illusionism of Reaganomics... And not only that, but he said Europe altogether will sink in this with this Titanic, which is this uh, false economy based on speculation that Mister Reagan brought. And then Kepi started like, <laughs> like a crazy scientist, starting to speak and to speak. And and he, we spent all our money in promoting consciousness of this situation we tried we tried with tv shows we tried to and the medias were all in packed. they were all in The the mainstream medias and the other medias they didn't want to believe in what we are saying capi put in the foreword of his book the decay of the american people in the united states that if if they would not wake up in time until 89 they would have to face uh, Terrible consequences, yeah. and the terrible consequences he brought in this book at that time were like bringing a Norman or being like a a black spirit bringing sad and negative news to a, a country that was finally raising up from the difficulties and have and shining in this in their richness brother so capi was saw was seen as a uh, if not a, a lunatic yeah. uh, a crazy scientist, yeah. very negative, yeah. very pessimistic yeah, yeah. but what kepi wanted to bring was this perception to avoid the worse which is which is already there, yeah which is already there yeah. Yeah. and now. Everybody's waking up for for what he used to say and yeah. what he said and he wrote. So w- we are glad in one one hand, we are sad in another one because everything happens. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. So all the, the 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 sad news are being the present news yeah. now.
0: Being felt because we didn't follow what he was talking about back. They, then. They
1: didn't understand. Yeah. They didn't want to see. They were they were blind.
0: Yeah. illusions. Yeah.
1: And I must say. Mr. Jones that the media played the major role in the situation. The worst power in this time were the media, the journalists, the writers, the anchors, everybody who were working for, to maintain, to keep the lie and to maintain this illusion for the people. And this
0: illusion, if we could name it, is the illusion of getting money from nothing. Yeah. Um, j- just making Prosperity money
1: from investments. Prosperity in these re- yeah. ideas of neoliberalism. Do
0: you know that today, Claudia, it's, it's so serious today that 50% of the stock market transactions, I think worldwide, certainly in the United States, 50% are done by computer. Yeah. They have nothing to do with human beings. And all
1: this is outside of our reality. Totally. And outside. everything is outside from human beings, no, regular, normal human beings. And everything is outside from our society. And everything is apart from us. And all those medias who speak about stock markets and etc. have nothing to do with us. Because our lives are totally apart. And our reality is totally apart. Think about se- uh, 16 million kids american kids now living in poverty this means at least 25% and when we they say living in poverty they are really living in poverty yeah. like families that are living inside their cars and they have money they don't have money to eat they don't have money to heat themselves in the winter they are totally scared to be attacked by Uh, by uh, robbers by uh, violent people by crazy lunatics drugged and by the state the government because if the government agencies who are really Gestapo beings working for the powerful all these Gestapo beings from these uh, governmental agencies if they find a family that were thrown out of their homes by these psychopaths the bankers if they are thrown out, they have nothing left, and the governmental agencies they have to hide from them because they come and they take away their kids, yeah. because they in. say you're not, you yeah. are not, you are not, you uh, are not capable yeah. to sustain your kids yeah, and I'm to give them it. a, <laughs> oh, uh, a non- uh, like an honorable yeah. or a, a decent. Yeah minimum kind of life yeah. that they took from the families. Yeah. So this is so crazy, so lunatic. Sick, 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 sick. sick. This is sick. Now, Richard Jones, I want to say, I want you to read a few excerpts from the the chapter Kepi wrote, The Media in Power.
0: Oh, good. I love this chapter. I'll come back to this in a minute, okay? okay. We're just going to take a quick break. Thinking with somebody else's head on Conscious Planet Radio. Claudia's on a roll, and this is such a subject that's important to hear about. So don't go far away. We're coming right back. Richard Lloyd-Jones with Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, and uh, Claudia bernhard Pracheko again with us. And um, Claudia wants me to focus a little bit on the media today. and I think that's fantastic. And you
1: me? know why? Because, because I find fantastic. them the guiltiest yeah. of all powers. Yeah. Because they, uh, as they say to the police or to the military, the police... Is a kind of uh, performing their tasks. Uh, the military are kind of performing their tasks. But the media are totally against their principles. Read here the yeah. nine main principles. You can read from this.
0: Claudia has printed out a document for me with very small print.
1: This is a book that was <laughs> written by two journalists in the United States. Yeah, let me just go. I think it's in the uh, United States. It's not in England.
0: Yeah. A book called The Elements of Journalism. What News People Should Know and the Public Should Expect. Introduction by Bill Kovac and Tom Recentiel.
1: Yeah, they are two journalists
0: that wrote the book. Purpose of Journalism is to provide people with the information they need to be free and self-governing. Okay, To fulfill this task, one, journalism's first obligation is to the truth, not to the people who pay them their salaries. First obligation is to the truth. Two, its first loyalty is to the citizens. Three, its essence is a discipline of verification. 4. Its practitioners must maintain an independence from those they cover. 5. It must serve as an independent monitor of power. 6. It must provide a forum for public criticism and compromise. 7. It must strive to make the significant interesting and relevant... Not the insignificant as they do today, the significant. Eight, it must keep the news comprehensive and proportional. Nine, its practitioners must be allowed to exercise their personal conscience. Now, beautiful document.
1: Now, do you think that one, just one of those nine elements are being. Followed, followed by the mainstream and the bigger and the so-called uh, traditional, and they don't need to be big. But those who are living out of the support or the money of um, people who are people who are yeah, r-
0: receiving. No,
1: são as pessoas que mantêm o jornal. São os anunciantes, we say in Portuguese. Ah, the advertisers. Yeah, the yeah. advertisers. Yeah. So the advertisers, they pay for the, for the, the ads. Yeah. So the, the newspaper live with this money. So they start from the beginning of being compromised. Yeah. Now, not only the big ones, but also the small ones.
0: And there's always been a battle, Claudia, in the media... Uh, especially in the newsrooms. I know I worked in radio and television stations for many years. There was always this battle between the sales department and the news department. You know, the sales department was saying, well, we want this sponsor to get coverage, for example. The news department was saying, no, this is a news department. We have to be independent from this. There's always been this battle. But, of course, it's a, it's a delicate battle and a difficult one to to reconcile, and it has not been reconciled at all, especially in the last twenty or thirty years. I think we can say it that it got
1: much worse. No, much worse. Now I think the we can major say that, major yeah. corporations own the majority of the media. Yeah,
0: and and they are reflecting the corporate view. They're not reflecting the and view. And
1: if people. you say and if you say the truth, you are fired, and you have your kids, you have your, house, your home to support, you have your standard of life that you have to maintain, you think you have to maintain. But if you if you, if you get fired, they will tell all the other media's what happened, and everybody will know, and you will be ostracized.
0: Can I tell you about an attitude that comes up sometimes in the classroom, Claudia? That I think many of the journalists suffer from. It's this attitude where where we're, we're, we're talking about some of these issues in our in our school here, and the students will say, "It's terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible," but that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's kind of a shock, you know, when you think about this kind of, it looks like a a corruption in some way. But I have the feeling that the journalists kind of say that to some, I'm not going to blanket all journalists, but I see this sort of reflected. There was an interview with one of the Wall Street Journal guys in Michael Moore's documentary where he said that. He said, look... Capitalism is not perfect, but it's the best we have. And so, you know, and everybody here has the opportunity to do well for themselves as an individual. This is a total lie. It's not like that anymore. Totally lie. Total lie. And they don't don't seem to want to see it or they see it and ignore it. Now, they
1: must understand that they are upside down because those people who pay them, they want them to deceive the people because they know they depend on the people. Not only the media depend on the people, but the advertisers depend on the people. So they need the people to be deceived. Now that the people are waking up, What is going to happen with all those uh, advertisers and all the media who do not speak the truth because the people now know the truth and they are knowing more and more. And as long as as they know more and more, they will not buy anymore the lies of those traditional medias and they will see how New York Times, NBC, ABC, CNN, how much they lied to them the major medias and the, the average and the small medias too. So they're not going to buy them anymore. They're not going to buy anymore the products they advertise because people are fed up <laughs> of being fooled. Yeah. So now what I, what I want to say, we were just two in the beginning, Cappy and myself, and then we got a little bit... <laughs> bigger. And then we got to be more than a hundred. And then now we are all over the world with our TV channels, with our T V shows, and I'm sure you that are listening to us, you have somehow already had the opportunity to see some of our shows. They are not well produced. They are not Hollywoodian. They are not. They can. They absolutely cannot be t- t- uh, seen as uh, A high
0: production value. A class A productions.
1: Yeah, sure. We are. We know that. We know that. We are very conscious of this because our economic possibilities do not allow us to do better than we do. But we have the honor and the pride to say that we are here to speak the truth and to help the people. And those who want to hear the truth and are ready to take the truth to help themselves and help their fellow men, they know that they will get good information, honest information, precious information. Como é que fala em primeira mão? First-hand? First-hand, directly from the labs and from our scientific research team. We have news that will come fresh and good and honest and helpful to people that want to take advantage from this. And this is why
0: I think, Claudia, many times you say have said in this program, too, that there's a big resonance with Dr. Kepi's work here. And I want to just talk a little bit about this because it struck me as you were speaking earlier. This resonance is with something that's true. And something that's true is universally true. It's not relatively true. It's not true for five years and then it's not true anymore. It's universally true. So when Kepi writes and talks, he's talking from a point of view that's enormously... Historic, because it's something that resonates throughout history with all of the greatest thinkers and greatest philosophers, and greatest people that have ever lived.
1: The guy studied a lot, a a lot, a lot. Doctor Kepi did a tremendous amount of hours of study and research. Oh my god, years of study and And research, and he's still eighty-four years, still working. And studying, he did tremendous amount of research and study. Still. The guy, the guy, uh, uh, the guy studied psychoanalysis in Vienna. Yeah. The guy was. Teaching in psychology university here and medical school, and well, and he studied philosophy and theology and social sciences and education. So he's well,
0: and I wanted to bring this element in because there's, uh, as I see a lot of the proposals being put forward through uh, Occupy Wall Street, I see a lot of like. Uh, suggestions, uh, reinstitute the Glass-Steagall Act, all of these kinds of things. I think these are all valuable things. But nobody, to my mind, is speaking about these universal things that you brought to the show today, that Dr. Kepi brings all the time, which is the the the, the dignity of the human being, the ethics of what it means to be a true human being. They are being.
1: starting to mention this. Yes, this I'm is so beautiful. glad, Richard. They Marvelous. are starting. They are starting to say, and regular people. People like anyone, people, average people in society, they're starting to, they're, they're, they, like, they are living these concepts already. So it is as if their own universes were awakening up. Yes. What Cappy said in his books are inside each human being. Yes. And they are wakening up. I'm so glad. And
0: these books are, are beautiful, and these programs are a beautiful. Um, source of inspiration yes. for us because they give us great and f- it power. goes
1: faster if they if they watch the 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 the, the, the videos they will see and start. How come? What? What? What is this? This low class kind of video. It's so. It's not so
0: low class. But I comparing watch it every morning. to <laughs> CNN, comparing to, yeah.
1: CNN, comparing to <laughs> CNN, comparing to BBC, it's 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 not.
0: It's, it doesn't have the production. It's value, not pro-
1: but, Yeah, no. we we content. have not the means, the the, the sure. economic means, and That's this right. gives us, like, um, uh, give the people who see us. Uh, the certainty it's like a proof that we are not in, um corrupted and we are not compromised with any economic powerful yeah, yeah. Not so, receiving money but from anybody. I want to say something if they pay attention to what kepi says it's a, it's an enormous amount of wisdom now, I want to share with our listeners one thing that I was starting we were two, and then we got bigger, and now we are getting like the 99% of humanity is is every day becoming more and more trilogical. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I feel so good. And I want to tell you that is listening to us, you cannot wait for the large average medias or small medias to speak what you know. You have to be yourself a media you, you know what is the most most effective instrument we have? We have our mouth.
0: Yeah, mouth to mouth is still mouth the most powerful. Mouth to mouth. Yeah.
1: And we, we call this bocanet in Brazil.
0: <laughs> the mouth net. Mouth, mouth <laughs> net.
1: It's not only internet, it's mouth net. And as we have been speaking about intrigues and bad things about other people so much, uh, and even women do this a lot, and men too. Sure. But mostly women—they they love to gossip. So let's stop a little bit gossiping and let, like, speaking nonsense, and let's gossip a little bit about the so the so called psychopaths in power. And you have your mouth, and you have your friends, and you have your families. If you speak ab- about this to your family and your friends and your colleagues and in your church and your community and you speak 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 don't shut up say what you know you have a lot of precious knowledge inside of you one phrase one word you think that everybody knows or it's useless but it's not speak speak use your mouth you will be your own media and we will have 99% of humanity bringing consciousness and being the media the po- the people's media we are the people's media we have to help ourselves to have no way out yeah. we have no other chance yeah. so let's do and it. it must be now if we do not save our skin now it will be over and we will have lost our last yeah. chance we have this little... because they are planning yeah. to eliminate 80% of humanity. Yeah. They have this plan. Yeah.
0: We have this little window. We have these resources. Use them. Put them out there. I mean, you guys know. You've been listening to the radio program. You know that we have these resources available. And, and speak. And speak. Open your out mouth. There. yeah.
1: Open your mouth. You will see the results.
0: Okay. So... Um, you're on fire today, Claudia, and this is fantastic. And it's really you. You must feel a certain. Uh, well, you'd said it at the beginning, a real vindication of the work, all the work that you've done for your whole life. Uh, this book, Kepi, that I love so much, the Pathology of Power. And it's liberation.
1: available for free download yes, in our site, of Liberation of the People. Free for download. So
0: speaking out is great, but I tell you, if you start to read Kepi's books, you're going to feel a real mm-hmm. deep feeling inside of yeah. And this you become speaking. like a
1: fireball. And you, maybe you'll come to Brazil <laughs> like I
0: did. He says in here, it is time for people to wake up and see that they must be the consciousness of society, that they cannot be silenced under penalty of destroying civilization itself. Yes. Occupy the Media means to demand of journalists and editors and TV and radio personalities that they fulfill their primary obligations, which are to tell the truth and defend the rights of the people, not the corporations or the power structure. This is what we're trying to do on our program. And if you like what we're doing here at Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, please pass it on to others. That's how we grow. And especially join us from where you are in working for a better world for everyone. That is our program for this week. The program is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. We're on our website at HealingThroughConsciousness.com, on Conscious Planet Radio, and, of course, streaming through iTunes. Join us next time on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Bye for now.